Hey listeners, Amanda here. Brooke and I have been battling COVID and the flu over the past three weeks. Yes, each of us got both of those things in succession. So we're taking a little R&R. While we're away, we'd still love your Apple podcast reviews, emails, texts, and voicemails. And we will still be active in the Good Enough-ish Facebook group. At least Brooke mostly will be. We hope you enjoy this replay. Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi. Hi, Amanda. We're giggling. That countdown makes us loopy. The five, four, three, two, one. <sighs> Brooke, we we told ourselves we shouldn't record on Mondays. Here and we, then when we sit we down, we're recording on a Monday. And when we sit down, we're like, what's wrong with us? And then I was like, wait a second. Why is today Monday? So loopy. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We are very loopy. You have amazing nails right now, everyone. <gasps> Thank Brooke you. has multicolor nails. So maybe I'll have to take a picture of them. Um, yeah. I know. I was like, I'm just going to take all the colors I've got because I uh-huh. couldn't. I was having trouble just picking one. So I was like, let's do them all. You don't have to pick. No. So I did four, but I've got 10 fingers. So it's like, there's a, it's a little <laughs> mixed up. It's fingers. like some, some colors are represented three times. Others are only represented twice. So it's I know like, that bothers you from like a symmetry type, you know, type of way. Um, no, I mean, there's still a pattern. So okay. that okay. makes me feel okay. okay. But yes, the pattern, if I had... 12 fingers that would be problematic for several maybe not many problematic maybe Maybe it would make things easier but anyway so yeah that's that's what's happening here and yeah it's monday how are you it'll be thursday when this launches i know well um I mean, despite it being a Monday, I was on my A game with my smoothie this morning. My smoothie was so fancy this morning. It had freshly grated ginger in it. Whoa. Yeah. Right? I've never freshly grated ginger in my life. Yeah. And I put it in my smoothie. It was a smoothie. These smoothies that I have for this program, they are interesting. It had pear. I know your face. You're like, (laughs) pear, spinach protein powder, um, my almond milk. Um, I threw a frozen banana in there. It had vanilla extract and fresh ginger, and it was hmm. delicious. So pear pears have a very interesting texture uh-huh. eating them. So I, I made a little face because I'm like, hmm, pear in a smoothie. Does it, mm-hmm. is it no, little grainy? It's not, no, it's not sandy. Mm-hmm. Okay, gritty. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> sandy. Grainy, sandy. Yeah, okay. no, right. it was delicious. 
Okay. So I'm feeling like, you know, a little ahead of the game. The kitchen, things are going really well in the kitchen for me because I got my Pyrex lids. I mean, my storage game is just like, it's at next level. I think my storage container game is better than it's been in 10 years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. And happy for you. Yeah. I feel kind of on my, on my game in certain ways. Like I feel a little out of it otherwise because, you know, weekends, it's like, it's just always a thing kind of getting back into the week. Uh But I got some groceries delivered this morning. I made the mistake last week of doing the math of how much it will cost us in a, in the entire school year of my kids buy lunch every day. Okay. And it's, it's a lot. So I was like, okay, let's, let's reel it, reel it in a little bit. And maybe we're going to only allow buying two or three days a week, which like ultimately will really make that much of a difference. But I don't know. So I ordered some more of like the lunchy groceries. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, I have trouble. I'm like, should I just justify the cost of them buying lunch every day because of the ease it yes, adds to that is life. my answer to that question i, I know i know okay. that's your yeah, answer that is my answer mm-hmm. i know well and that was like even one of the topics i suggested for today and maybe we're gonna have to dive deeper into it another time is like justifying the cost of things that i could do myself and this is where Ooh. you and i differ a lot yes like i don't have cleaning people there's just certain things that i'm like we can do that ourselves right but should we I know it's Must such we? a fine it's such a fine balance. I know because you can make arguments both ways. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, the good thing about the school lunch is that I can change my mind at any time. Right. It's not like you're hiring somebody or like I you know, know make it. Yeah. But now that I know that number, I'm like, mm. well, anyway. I mean, I feel like when you add up any number that way, it gets scary. You know what I mean? Like, oh, wow, we are spending $2,000 a year on gas. Like, oh, wow, we should really cut back on gas or something. You know what I mean? You need gas to power your vehicle. Like, your children need school lunch to power their growing little bodies while you don't make it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't prepare any food. So, yeah, yeah, but you know. You'll, you know, you'll, you'll decide. You will come up with a good enough-ish solution. Yes. I mean, um, at least the groceries were delivered to my door. So that is taking one element of complication out of it. I'm still loving it. Yeah. I'm loving it. You're doing the Walmart delivery, right? I'm doing the Walmart yeah. delivery. I do add a tip for the driver, but I'm like, the amount I'm saving. Oh, so I don't yeah. – I'm not ultimately saving anything overall, but I also don't feel like I'm – spending more because it ultimately still ends up costing as much as it would if I went to giant. Yeah. You know, I'm going to justify it any way I need to. Yeah. I have decided that I may not be visiting the produce junction again. I have decided that Mm -hmm. maybe the waste uh, and the whole, because like it is like another grocery stop as well. So last week I did Aldi instead of the produce junction. And man, Aldi is very inexpensive. I have not ventured to Aldi yet. We got to do have... a field trip. We got to do a field trip. Okay. We have one not too far from here. My friend Virginia goes there and she raves about it. But you I probably have the one that I used to go to, the one on 352 in Aston. No? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So maybe I need to take a field trip with someone because I do you feel intimidated. Like, don't you have to like pay for a cart and like, there's a there, there's a whole culture that you yeah. need to be oriented to. Yes. 
I took my mom and I explained to her the cart and then I explained to her the bagging process, which is different. And yeah. Like, do I need another culture to get oriented to? Because it's like Trader Joe's has its own kind of culture. Like, you know, all the things have a different, different system. Right. Right. I I know it gets a little overwhelming. Yeah. Let me just tell you though, speaking of shopping. So Fernando and I went to the container store yesterday. Can I just tell you that I love the fact that my husband enjoys the container store? He gets that's excited. A real, that's he a real excited. selling point for Fernando. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he was excited about like a drying mat that he found that mm. he thought was fantastic. He was excited about this little gadget. It's like a little piggy where we can pour our bacon grease in it and then Aww. you can freeze it and the bacon grease comes out. Like it's this whole thing. He got very excited about those gadgets because he actually he makes fresh bread sometimes and he uses bacon fat for that. Mm-hmm. And this has mm-hmm. a little strainer where it will strain out all the little the bits. That's exciting. And so, you know, I just love that. And I get a 20% discount at Container Store because I am in the trade. Whoa. I'm 20%. VIP. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. you take me? I know. And then <laughs> we continued time. the fun over at TJ Maxx and continued getting like more kitchen gadgets that he was like continuing to get excited about. So that was fun. We had fun yesterday. That's a real nice little Sunday. Yeah. It was like a little <laughs> date. It was cute. Yeah. Um, I had myself a nice little... 45 minutes to an hour at at home. Have you heard Mm. of this store? I pass by it all the time right there in the Granite Run Mall, right? But I've never been inside. Okay. So my mom got me a very generous gift card um, for no reason at all. Fran just likes to give me things sometimes and she's the best. And so this weekend, a mirror in our house broke, which Mm -hmm. was definitely my fault. It had – not my fault. It was – carelessly hung on the wall 11 years ago. Okay. It was one of those cheapy, like, full-length mirrors from Target. Yes. And it was just kind of precariously, like, nailed in there. And yeah. it did pop out recently. And I was like, boop, just popped it right back in. Yep. We had some some little friends over here the other day. And I honestly, they were not in our room. But I honestly think like the floor vibrations from children running up and down the stairs. Elephants, man. I know. But I heard this crash and I was like, oh, what's that? And I opened the bedroom door and it's like on the floor in pieces. I don't know if it hit the doorknob. Like because our room is carpeted, it kind of fell into our bed. I'm like, what? How did this break? But anyway, it shattered. Uh And it was the only full-length mirror in our house. Time so for I took an upgrade. A, time for an upgrade. So I went to at home by myself, had my <gasps> AirPods in my ears, just wandered. I saw about 30 things that I would like <laughs> to buy. <laughs> Fortunately, the mirror was large and heavy and awkward enough that it didn't fit in my cart. So I just mm-hmm. had to carry it to the register. So I was like, you know what? On this trip, I'm not going to buy anything else. Yeah. But I do have a balance on my gift card that I need to go back another time. But it was mm-hmm. really nice. Yeah. Oh, really? Was, I need to go check it out. It was fun. And oh, my gosh. Do you decorate a lot for holidays? I forget. You're no, not because huge... I don't like the clutter and the work. Right. But oh, man, you might change your tune once you see all of their fall and Halloween decor. Maybe not. But your house kind of screams fall. I feel like you need to celebrate. Okay. You can come over and decorate. Okay. (laughs) I mean, it could just be one bin in your basement. so lazy about that kind of stuff. So am I. But then I see all the cute things. And I know on October 1st, Paige is going to be asking, where are the Halloween decorations? I know. 
And while I think I have a lot, I really don't. I have like four things that yeah. she's like, hmm, is that it? I think you don't mind decorating for the Christmas season as much because it feels like it's a longer season. Like I'm going to do this work and then the decorations are going to be up for like two months practically, like See, December, Hall- January. But Well, that's the thing about Halloween decorations. Like if you, you don't do go – Yes, they don't just have to be spooky. They can be fall. So then it yeah, I've really parlays. On, I've been sitting on my perfect bar. Oh, okay. I just That's... released it. Wow, released. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I'll take I think you there. Usually, we'll go the my good enough ish, my bare minimum effective minimum effective dose is a wreath. Yeah. A fall wreath. I could. I think I may do that and several pumpkins. But then Isabel will say, like, when are we going to decorate for Halloween? And I'm like, we did. And that's then she's it. like, nope, that's not. I more want to decorate, like, inside. Like, little little things in little corners. I think maybe this year I could do some witches from our trees. You know those trees that we have that go up our driveway? That could be yes. fun. That could be cute. Have you been to Trader Joe's lately? Because they also just released all of their pumpkin stuff the other day. I'm like, they have got my number. No, no. I tried a little bit of putting actual just pumpkin spice, like the shaker spice, mm-hmm. in my coffee yesterday. I mean, lukewarm results, you know? Okay. Well, yeah. don't you have to put it – do you do you do drip coffee? I forget. How do you make your coffee? I just uh, – well, actually, I drink tea. So I was putting it in my chai tea. Okay. Okay. Because chai has kind of like that spiciness. So I was like, all right, let me see. And actually, I have some pumpkin spice tea. Oh, uh, so again, do I. I you know where you really get the best results is with the pumpkin spice, like, um, creamer. Mm, but yes. that's just approximately like 800 calories per teaspoon. Yeah. So You just reminded me that it's time to break out the pumpkin. Pumpkin rooibos tea. Remember, we've talked about that before. I had that at your house once, and I liked it. I but really you also it. had really fancy creamers to yeah, complement so. it. I don't put the creamers in the tea, though. I use the creamers for the coffee. But anyway, okay. here we are. It's pumpkin spice season. <laughs> it's all. I'll lean in. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was going to say about my at-home shopping experience because I, you know, I picked out a mirror. I brought it home. That buying a mirror under fluorescent lighting is a real humbling experience. Mm, have mm. you have I don't know if you've experienced this. I don't recommend it. So just just so anyone knows, like buying a mirror online might be a better option for you. But yeah. I just I needed it like immediately because I had no full length mirror. Yeah. No, I whenever I pass I by like. mirrors, like, you know, those long mirrors when you're going in, I'm just like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. No, no one warned me. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear you. Okay. Um, little manhunt update. Yeah, we need an update because as of this recording date. As of this us- recording date, he is still on the run. However, he is no longer in my immediate area. But he, this guy is still in Chester County. He's still in Chester County. And what? let me tell like, you. Dude, I mean, get just if you're going to flee – Flee right. correctly. Here's a one-way ticket to Brazil, okay? I like, mean. be gone. Yeah, no, this guy, he is like a serious ninja. Yeah. He basically escaped the perimeters at Longwood Gardens, which is our botanical, you know, our big botan- botanical garden here close by. Stole a van from a dairy farm at like yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning. They had the keys mm. in the van. 
unfortunate. Um, yeah. I think he ran out of gas or was going to run out of gas, so he ditched it. But then he showed up at his former colleagues' houses and was mm-hmm. like communicating with them over the ring doorbell. First of all, yeah. why are there not people staked out at these places? We talked about the ring doorbell. You gotta, gotta monitor. But I, but I mean, why is there not like literally like, oh, he used to live here. He has people who he still knows that are here. Like, why not have that be staked out like literally 24-7? I don't know. Yep. I don't know either. So yeah, he like and then they've just arrested his sister and are threatening to deport because she tried to break through the perimeter in a U-Haul at one point to kind oh. of try to smuggle him out. So of course, Brooke, I'm still very actively following this case yes. because I don't have enough to do in my life, apparently. You, you have paid for the helicopter subscription, <laughs> tracking subscription, so. And I, yeah, it's called Flight Radar 24 and I went in to cancel it and I realized I had already been charged $7.99, but for the year. So, so I was just like, keep watching all the- okay, so I'm just going to keep watching all the traffic. I do want, I have started getting into listening to the police scanners, That's which make slippery slope. no sense. They no. make no sense at all. And I want, you know, my brother-in-law was a former state trooper. So I told him like, you're going to come over here and we're going to play this. And you're going to tell me what the heck is going on. First of all, they're all mumbling. Mm-hmm. What? How is anything being properly communicated here? So I have a lot of questions. I'm going to have him come over and talk me through it. Okay. Amanda, I think we need to take a step back. I don't (laughs) think you need to be able to translate the police scanners. I think maybe it's time to just – It seems like like learning like code. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Is it? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, know. There's certain things that I'd like to leave (laughs) to my ignorance. Yeah. But um, I don't know what's going to happen. He's very sneaky, very. Yeah. Yeah. And he changed his appearance. He's like freshly shaven now. Shaven? Shaved? Shaved? Freshly shaven? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He looks totally different now. Yeah. And it was very eerie in the ring camera. I didn't realize this when they first released the photos that he was at essentially his friend's house communicating with his friend. So that was why. But he's like full on smiling. I know. I was like. It is very eerie yeah. to see him, like, just, like, grinning ear to ear, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for him to be caught. So hopefully by the time this airs, it will be old news. Yes, hopefully. Yeah. Um, by the time this airs, actually on the day that this airs, is Graham's birthday. Aww. And we are taking him and a couple friends on an adventure after school, and that is motivating me to clean out my summer car because oh. my car still has like all the remains of summer in it meaning like the pool bag and the towels and the floaties the flotation devices and the goggles and all of the things yes and my car is an absolute disaster so i want you to hold me accountable that okay. by the time we record next week's i mean hopefully by the time this airs but also by the time we record next week's episode my car is going to be sparkling and are you going to okay. clean it yourself? Or are yeah, because, okay. Amanda, you know I how know, I feel. I, know, I could I somewhat – listen, like this is mostly just clean out the things. Okay. Not, I mean, I do – I could also use a serious vacuum, but I will probably just go to the car wash that also has the vacuuming yes. that you can do yourself. I'm not going to like fully get it detailed. Yeah. But it's just my trunk is – full to the brim right now I know, it's a little embarrassing too. i need i want to get back to i used to treat myself quarterly to a nice car wash and it's not even like i go it's 34.99 oh. 
at the, too bad. at the Berwyn Car Spa. Mm-hmm. And they do oh, the outside. Right. They do the inside. It looks awesome. Yeah. So I think in the next week or so, I'm going to be treating myself to the Berwyn Car Spa, $34.99. Right, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Maybe All we right. can make a little field trip out of it. We'll go to at home. We'll go yeah. to the container store. We can go get our cars washed because yeah. we have so much time. We do. We have we, a lot of time. If, we do. If I had invested the amount of time that I in the, researching this manhunt into other things in my life, good gosh knows where I'd be now, oh, Brooke. But it was an investment in your safety. I mean, they were circling over your child's school for days. Well, it was one of those things where it was like, I'm feeling completely anxious and overwhelmed by this. So I might as well. Just, it's like, it was kind of like, if you can't beat them, join them type of situation. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm like in so deep that mm-hmm. I, it feels weird to kind of pull back. Okay. Anywho, let's take a break. Okay. Brooke, I will never forget the moment when I received the email that Marie Kondo was going to start training consultants. I could not sign up fast enough. That was seven years ago, and it's been an amazing adventure ever since. Now our listeners can put their passion to work by becoming certified KonMari consultants too. While courses have wrapped for 2023, new course dates and offerings are in the works for 2024 and beyond. The best way to stay in the know is by signing up for the consultant program newsletter. Be the first to hear about new course dates, what to expect when you join the program, updates on consultants and instructors. They might even get me as an instructor, Brooke, and more. Head over to KonMari.is slash goodenoughish to sign up and stay connected to all things consulting. That's KonMari.is slash goodenoughish for more details. Get ready to spark joy while living your best life as a KonMari consultant. Amanda, we're back. We are back. And something we're going to chat about today is something that I feel very afflicted with at the moment, and that Mm. is decision paralysis. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. I've always been someone that has a hard time making decisions and committing to decisions, Um, I guess, in certain instances. There's there's days where I can just like boom, 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 like make decisions like it's my job because it kind of is. Um, But lately I'm having a really hard time. And I think a lot of that is, you know, our kids are back to school. This feels like a time where we have to make so many more decisions. Like we were talking about like the lunch (laughs) scenario, like making the decision on how are the children going to be fed when they leave this house. Mm -hmm. Um, But I recently had like, a big work decision to make that you helped to talk me through because I was just overcomplicating things. Yeah. And well, especially like when you work by yourself, like yeah. not that you work by yourself, you know, you have your business partner, Terry, but you guys work remotely and it's not like you're sitting next to each other at a desk every day. Like, hey, what do you think about this? Like you're sort right. of siloed in a way. Yeah. Well, and sometimes we are too close to it that like I'll, yeah. you know, ask for her input and she's like, I trust you. And I'm like, but I don't trust myself. You know, <laughs> like I need I need um, an outside perspective. And so we're going to kind of workshop a little bit. Yeah. Like well, you have a, a decision right now that you need a little help working <laughs> so through. Stupid. <laughs> because I think well, and I think also, I mean, something I think about is that I wonder how much of my like decision paralysis is con- connected to the fact that I'm a people pleaser. Mm. I like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of still a people pleaser. Yeah. Um, 
and worrying about how my decision will make other people other people feel or how it will affect them or how it will affect our livelihood. Um, so that's kind of where I'm coming from. But what are what are you what decision are you faced with right now that we can workshop today? Yeah, well, this is this is such an interesting topic for me, because at the end of the day, like this is almost my whole job is teaching people helping people decide. Yes. Because, you know, when I work with my clients one-on-one, they're exhausted by the end of the day because they have literally made 10,000 decisions. Do I want this or not? Do I want this or not? Do I want this or not? Does it spark joy or not? Like, is it something that serves me or not? And that's exhausting. And that's why a lot of the times, so much of what you and I talk about in this podcast is related to making decisions, making easier, because like when we talk about doing your future self a favor, yeah. it's like, okay, let me do my make a decision now so that I don't have to do something later or figure something out later. Um, and so at the end of the day, like that's what I feel like I'm constantly, and even like how to prioritize your time and, you know, deciding what it yeah. is to focus on. Anywho. So I have like some pretty cool tools that I use a lot of times um, from a book that I love called Decisive by Dan and Chip Heath. So we can talk about that in a minute. But the decision that I'm trying to make right now, Brooke, is it all comes back to ski ball. Okay. I mean, it always does. That was the name of a recent episode. And this might just have to be part two. Yeah. So um, I'm going to a conference in New York at the end of the month. Um, it's a Friday to a Sunday and the conference itself is relative, is very inexpensive. I think I'm paying a hundred dollars or something to go. I'm going to meet up with several other people there. The conference is a no brainer. I'm definitely going. However, I need a hotel for the weekend and nor, so the hotel prices that I'm seeing for that weekend are through the roof, Yeah, like $350 a night type of things, right? So I use this app that I really like that is called Hotel Tonight, which is really great for finding last minute hotel deals at at a great discount. I think you mentioned this when Beatrice was here, right? Yes, we used it then and we were able to get an amazing hotel, like five-star hotel in Washington, D.C. for like $150 a night. So um, I'm in a conundrum because the thing with hotel tonight is that you have to pay everything up front and it's non-refundable. So I'm in Mm. this like, oh, like, should I, is this going to be the best deal? Should I secure it now? So I found this really cool hotel that's called the Moxie Downtown. And I already love it. It's right. It's adorable. (laughs) Love that. And it's trending the lowest. It's close to the conference. And it's something like, $250 $250 a night plus taxes and fees and everything. It's going to end up being like $650 for the weekend. Hmm. But Brooke, they have unlimited ski ball. Unlimited? See, that's news to me. You told me that they had ski ball. Unlimited? Well, Brooke, like- I don't, I might be making that up. I might be oh. making an assumption that it's unlimited ski ball. I need to call them. Okay. I mean, do they need quarters for the ski ball? Like, that's going to be a whole other thing. You, you know, you don't Because my question is, Brooke, course. You know, do I go ahead and pay, you know, 650 bucks out of pocket, non-refundable, but the other part of me is like, wait literally until the last minute when yeah. prices will drop, um, but then I might not get unlimited skee-ball and I might end up paying just as much. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's interesting because this decision feels like it has to be final. 
And that's what I feel like holds me back from making a lot of decisions because this is something, like you said, with this Hotel Tonight app, like it's non-refundable. You might get a better deal, but you can't go back and change your mind. Correct. And that's what feels hard. And And I I was trying to figure out, can I reserve the Moxie somewhere else and get like, can I reserve it at like a slightly higher price? And still have it be the moxie, but have it be refundable. And it was like at other sites, this hotel is like $450 a night. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. But I mean, also, I'm going to be at this conference most of the time. How much am I really going to be like playing ski ball? You know? So um, one of the things, one of the the tools that I really like in this decisive book is called the 10, 10, 10. And it's like, how will you feel in 10 minutes? If you've made this decision, how will you feel in 10 months? And how will you feel in 10 years? Mm. So for example, if I decided right now, okay, fine, I'm just going to book this. It's going to be fun. It's a great rate, whatever. $650, click submit. In 10 minutes, I might be like, but I don't know that should I have done that in 10 months? I'm not even going to be remotely thinking about it. And in 10 years, I'm not going to be remotely thinking about it. Or you could, in 10 months, and 10 years, you could be thinking, remember that amazing hotel with the ski ball? Correct. (laughs) So you're probably, the likelihood of you regretting it is very low. But the likelihood of you being really um, grateful to your past self for making this cool decision Right. And also, this is a conference where I'm going to be meeting up with several other people. And so like, instead of us just like going out and having boring drinks, I can literally be like, do you want to come to my hotel and play (laughs) evil? I mean, let's yeah, those are your people too. If you I don't are they people that you these are know well? Well, so it's, so it's called cave day. And it's this basically like virtual co-working space that I'm a member of where I can mm. sign up for like like today. I could be like, oh, I really want to work on my newsletter. I'm going to sign up for this hour long. And people from all over the world, 50 of us might be on this call and everybody's saying, I'm working on this. I'm working on this. And we basically co-work together. So this is a retreat of people who are members and not members of this organization called Cave Day. And it's basically like we're all going to come together and everybody's going to be co-working on their own separate thing. But then there's also going to be opportunities to network. So I know several people, other speakers that I invited to come that are in the New York area. So they're like friends, but then I imagine I'll probably meet a lot of other interesting people. Okay. All right. So ski ball could be a really good icebreaker. This is so stupid. No, but I mean, I think I think it's a really good example of sometimes how we get so stuck in these decisions and how much space they take up in our brain. Correct. Like that for me, like Amanda, we've talked before how I have yet to create any photo books uh-huh. of basically my children's lives. Grandma's about to turn 11 mm-hmm. and really want to change that by the end of this year. And it's been on my to-do list. It's been on my list of goals like every year for the last few years. And I have yet to do it because I still like I thought I found the photo book um, mix books. Mm-hmm. Their photo quality is good. But Shutterfly <laughs> makes it much easier to just throw in all my photos and, like, let them create Arrange. the layout. Uh-huh. 
and that makes it easier, but then the photo quality isn't as good. And that is the thing that is preventing me from just making this decision. So I think, listen, ultimately, it's not about the hotel. It's not about the ski ball. It's not about the photo books. It's about all of these things that take up space in our brain. And like, you know, this kind of ties into the unpaid labor of being like the head of household or being a parent who is tasked with making more of the decisions for our kids or being the business owner that's tasked with making all of these decisions for your business, whether you have a partner or not, or, you know, if, if you're the person that is just trusted to make these decisions, it can be exhausting. And the thing is too, is like, there's no wrong decisions. I think one of my coaches really helped me through that when I was thinking about like, for example, should I homeschool Isabel or not in the middle of COVID, you know? And she was like, what if there wasn't a wrong decision? Yeah. What if they're both right? And in the case, like, so for example, if I had an assistant and I said to them, Hey, I'm going to this conference in New York. Like, can you get me a hotel? And she had been like, Oh, Amanda, I found a great rate. Oh my gosh. It's even has ski ball. I booked it for you. I'd be like, awesome. You know? And like, even right. if I wait, I'm going to save, I don't know, $100, $150 at some other place. Or I might wait and still not find a great place nearby and have to spend a lot of money on a taxi to get to the conference. So at the end of the day, I think like I'm nearing the decision, which is like, just book it and have it be done. Yeah. And enjoy the fun element of there being ski ball. <laughs> yeah. Like just book it yeah. and have it be done and know that like it's not some terrible decision. Like you researched an app, you found a good price. Okay. You got to pay out of pocket. Yeah. Great. Just do it. Just I feel pull, like we go. I feel like we need to watch the movie Sliding Doors, but mm-hmm. that movie kind of. I guess is a little bit the opposite of what we're saying that like a decision can change everything, right? Yes. Did you read the Midnight Library? Library. Library. <laughs> I did, and I did not love it. I don't love because it's travel that books. same idea yeah. of because she would say like, "Oh, okay, I want to go back and undo." that decision that I made. And then so it would be like, okay, great. You can go back and you can undo that decision. But then that caused all this other stuff to happen. Yeah. So it wasn't like you made the right decision and then your life was perfect. It was like, no, everything kind of has an impact on everything. Right. Um, Side note, when I took the job that ultimately led me to meeting Nick, because Mm -hmm. the coworker that I, one of my coworkers there we lived in like the same neighborhood in Philly and she invited me to her Halloween party, where is it, which is where I met Nick. Mm-hmm. When I accepted that job, I had another job offer from a place and I was stressed out for like a few days when I had to make this big decision. And mm-hmm. I do often wonder, I'm like, would I have met him anyway because mm-hmm. I was living in that neighborhood? Would we never have met? Would, you know, like I'm this is now I'm just. I know, I'm, but it is fun, that whole, like, my mom and I were just talking about that. We went out to breakfast on Sunday, and she was talking about, like, she got set up on a blind date to go out with my dad. And what if she had just been like, you know, I'm not really in the mood tonight. And, like, yeah. just hadn't gone on the blind date. Like, they were married for 51 years. He was, like, the love of her life, you know? Yeah. So it's just, like, those tiny little decisions that you make that can have such a huge impact. Yeah, and I guess I'm a very... I think me, that is definitely one reason why I have trouble making even the smallest decisions is that I'm... Um, You're worried about that ripple effect? Yeah, not worried about it, but considering 
the I'm a very nostalgic person. And like, so considering like, how can this change the course of things, but being able to separate the decisions that could change the course of things and those that don't. And ultimately you staying at a hotel with or without ski ball (laughs) might affect the fun you have that weekend and it might affect your bank account, but it's probably not going to affect that many other things. Right. Right. And also one of the things that I teach so much, especially in my keynote is this idea of like should versus want. And I feel like so many times in decisions, we're facing that like should like be responsible and like, you know, and we're not necessarily listening to the want. Um, and I think in this case, it's kind of like, yeah, I think it like, I don't, like, what's the fun and easy thing to do? Yeah. You know, like, and, and not that everything in life should just be like, well, I just want to do whatever I want. And who cares about the shoulds and just do everything that's fun and easy. But when it's a low stakes decision, like something like this. You know, and it's not going to have this huge impact, um, you know, on my bank account or whatever. It's like, okay, just do what's fun and easy. Just book the hotel. Okay. You well, know? I think we've made the decision. Well, because for you. also they're doing we're booking that. the ski ball hotel. <laughs> we're booking the ski ball hotel, and because they're also doing that thing on the app where they're like two rooms left. Oh, I hate that. That stresses me out. <sighs> There's no better way to stress out someone who has a hard time making decisions. Yeah. Than to tell you you either have to do it now or you're going to lose. I know. I feel like I do need to make a call, though, because this has been one of my – it's been on my bucket list, essentially, to have access to unlimited ball that I don't have to pay – you know, put quarters. And so that's the case. I mean, that's – we're done. Amanda – I, I think that on the break, we need to get some clarity on yes. the ski ball situation. Then, Is it unlimited? Can, Do yes. we need quarters? What's the sitch? Yeah. And then we're you're just going to book it. You're going to do it. Live on Live. air. Live on air. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, you know, when I think about decisions and like just feeling exhausted sometimes, even by the small decisions, like sometimes Nick will like ask me like what's for dinner and I'm like, not what's for dinner. I mean, we both like make those Wait, decisions. What are we going like, to do for dinner? What do you want to do for dinner? And there's some days where I'm like, I, I, I like literally, I don't yeah. care. I just don't want to be the one to make the decision. And he'll be like, well, do you want yeah. pizza or sandwiches? I'm like, you didn't no, hear no. me. I can't no, no. even, I can't, no. I can't do it. <laughs> well, that's and the I, whole thing. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, just like with this time of year with school and like school starting and some activity decisions needing to be made and like you're paying for these things and then soon it's going to be the holidays and those decisions involve family and social engagements and gifts it's I feel like this is the quarter the fourth quarter Mm -hmm. is a real a real test for me well Mm -hmm. I guess we're not quite in the fourth quarter yet but the fourth quarter of every year is like a real um yeah just decision overwhelm for me yeah. And that's what gets back to the whole thing about like, you know, we talked about my uniform the other day. It's mm-hmm. one less decision that I have to make essentially dressing the same way every day, like Barack Obama and his Navy suits mm-hmm. and Steve Jobs and his black turtleneck and jeans. Like that's mm-hmm. just a uniform because there's that there's that statistic out there that I don't know how much truth there is to it, but like we make 10,000 decisions a day. Mm-hmm. But I totally believe it. Like every little thing is a decision and it does get very overwhelming, especially for the highly capable women who tend to carry a lot of the uh, emotional labor in there. Like, I mean, just stupid stuff. Like, 
Isabel has decided that she doesn't want to play violin this year. So I had to talk with her about that decision. And then we've already paid to rent the violin for the year. So now I have to call and find out, can we get the refund for that? And just like silly things like that, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to do that. I think something I need to try is, you know, like you said, we make 10,000 decisions a day. And like some of those might be super small. Like I am going to stand up and go use the restroom. Like Mm -hmm. Those are decisions, even Mm -hmm. though it's out of necessity because I got to pee. But (laughs) but like maybe just handling all decisions like that for a few weeks and seeing how things pan out, just not letting myself overthink things, overthink things, let let decisions just feel second nature and trying to go with the flow more. Yes. About the bigger decisions or things that feel like bigger decisions that aren't really big. Yeah. And also, I think. I do really well under time pressure. So for example, you and I were going to be recording at 11 a.m. I had, I had, so this sheet, I've listed out all of these green things that I've highlighted here are quick Mm -hmm. tasks. Mm -hmm. They're very quick tasks, but they're things that I have been procrastinating on. Like I need to make eye appointments for us. And I needed to post on LinkedIn about a speaking engagement that I have coming up in Charlotte because they had sent me, you know, please tag this. And, you know, here's the, and I had been like, oh, that LinkedIn post. And I was like, no, I'm going to see how many of these green things that I can get done before this call with Brooke. And then the LinkedIn post that I have been procrastinating on for three weeks took me 10 minutes because I was in a hurry. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, tag this. Da, 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 okay, da, 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 da. and then it it spontaneously turned into an actual like LinkedIn chat conversation with one of the event planners, and it was, you know what I mean. So it was, it was kind of like, why am I, why am I having all this hard time just sitting down and doing something because I had in my mind yeah. that I wanted it to be some perfect process, and it's ten minutes. I get the most work done between two fifty and three twenty. Because mm-hmm. 320 mm-hmm. is when my alarm goes off to go pick up the kids at the corner, like meet them on their way yes. out of school. And it's like, it's unbelievable sometimes how much I dilly dally and can't make a decision until I am truly forced to. So yeah. maybe I just have to set myself alarms constantly. I know. Well, you know, well, that's why like the forfeit app works so yes. well for me and stuff. I'm actually yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm, cause I really want to have kind of like a, like this happens weekly. Like I clean out the fridge on Sundays type of thing. So I actually want to write out what are the different things that I want to do every day and put money on the line to do them. But, um, what was I going to say about, oh, When I was doing it this morning, I was actually thinking about that hilarious reel that you did that one time when you were like me with a list versus me without a list. Oh, yeah. And that's how I felt when I made that list and I identified my quick tasks and I had that 11 o'clock deadline. I was like a machine, you know? You got to post that reel again in our show notes. That was so good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was a while ago. That's so cute. It's been a while since I've been on the Instagrams. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm on it all the time. I just haven't posted anything. <laughs> Let's be clear. I'm consuming. I'm just not creating. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, okay. So wanna... I'm going to call now to find okay. out. And when we come back from the break, I will have an update on, is it um, unlimited ski ball? Yes. And like, I would love, can we, can we be like um, advice columnists that like, our listeners can call us and tell us the decision they're having trouble making and we can just make it for them. Can we just make decisions for other people? Because I love, like my, our friends were here the other day and they've talked about that they want to get a new couch and 
And I'm like, can I like yes. reconfigure your living room for yes. you? And they're like, uh-huh. yes, absolutely. Because, yes. because they live in it. So it's harder to make the decision. I love making decisions for other people and spending their money, especially on home decor. I'm like, no, this looks great with this. Yes. But then when it comes to my own home, oh, it takes sure. me a year. Oh, yeah. for sure. Like just so. like with me helping people to declutter their homes, you know, but then I'll come home and spend 20 minutes deciding about a spatula. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Yeah. the cobbler, so, has, kids have no shoes a lot of times, you know. So let's make decisions for other people. Let's just yes. take turns because I'm sure some of our listeners know what we're talking about with decision paralysis and just overwhelm like that we're just constantly making decisions all day so let us know what we can help decide for you yes let us make your decisions for you yes we promise they will be good Mm -hmm. (laughs) enough-ish that's all we can promise good enough-ish decisions all right well i've got a phone call to make so let's take a little break let's do it hey friend amanda here i've got some questions for you Do you have thousands of emails in your inbox and they just keep coming? Are all of your passwords your dog's name, 1234? Have your photos not seen the light of day since you took them? If this sounds familiar, I'm here to help. You probably know that I've been helping people declutter and organize their physical spaces for years, but there was an elephant in the room that we weren't tackling, their digital life. With tech constantly changing, it feels harder than ever to stay on top of things. Whether you're an elder millennial, a scrappy Gen Xer like me, or an older adult who would rather have a root canal than try to figure out all this tech stuff. Well, you are in luck, my friends, because I've launched a brand new service helping people to organize and declutter their digital lives. Whether it's your overflowing email inbox or your confusing photos or cluttered files, I can help you sort it out. And there is no one size fits all solution. We are going to focus on what you need. Think of me as your semi-bossy, yet fun, tech-loving cheerleader and guide. And I've got a special deal just for listeners. All you have to do is go to indigoorganizing.com slash digital and enter code listener at checkout. It's time to say goodbye to that overflowing inbox and confusing apps. I've got you, my friend. Currently on hold with the hotel. Oh, mm. it's crackly. It's crackly. <laughs> this is like, this has got some sway. Does it sound as bad to you as it does to me? Okay. Sounded like my police scanner. Offensive. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. It's like, we've got a and then they're like, Roger that. I'm like, no, what do you mean, Roger that? What? And it's not even that they're saying codes that I don't understand. It's that literally Roger. It's like 100 percent clear. It's like who or or like is our hearing just really bad and we don't realize it? I love that the how it was like we're really excited to chit chat with you. Yeah. Did you hear that part? Yeah. Here's the Hi, I have a question about the ski ball that you have. Do you have to pay for the ski ball or is it unlit? It's all complimentary. Okay, 
Excellent. Um, the, oh, I, I was going to ask her another question and she hung up. All right, Brooke, we're doing it right now. Wait, did she just really hang up on you? Yeah, I was like, oh, and then she hung up. I mean, that doesn't speak highly for this hotel that I'm about to no, book. No, I, I kind of wish she was anyway. like, thank you for calling, and then hung up. No, no. I was a little like I, said, I was, I was, I was just happy to be talking to a human. Okay. Oh, it says one room left. One room <gasps> left, Brooke. Do it. Oh, one my gosh. Book it. Book okay. it. Go. 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 6.39. Fine. Fine. For two nights? That's not bad. No, because I get some perks discount or something. Okay. Book with Apple Pay. Okay, fine, but I want to pay with this card. Okay, good. Do you hear Jeannie snoring? I did hear a little something. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Oh, and now I'm $76 away from level four because I get a discount on this app. I get 10% off because of my perks level. Oh. And all I have to do is spend $76 more and then I'm going to get 15% off. Ooh. I'm going to the moxie. Did you book it? I booked it. It's booked. So exciting. Look at me. Look at you. I love this. I love it. Now, you we said you it. can't come with me. You have a comp- you have a baseball tournament that weekend? I, yeah, Graham has a baseball tournament that weekend, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what I can do. I mean, let me see what the, sh- sh- the uh, schedule? schedule schedule schedule. Let me figure out what the haps is that weekend. Okay. But uh, I mean, I kind of want to come play ski ball. So, okay. All right, shifting our focus here. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I've got to like calm my nervous system because I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. It's an exciting time, right? Because ten, 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 right? Like, how will you feel ten minutes from now after booking it? I feel really freaking excited. So good. It's done, and you get free ski ball. Like, I don't, I don't wow. really know what's better in life. Okay, so what is sparking joy for you right now? So Amanda, this unintentionally ties back into something that you mentioned at the beginning of our recording. You had been sitting on your perfect bar yeah, to which I haven't eaten yet. Mm-hmm. warm it up a little bit because perfect bars are refrigerated, but they're best served like slightly <laughs> less cold. I've been really enjoying, I discovered that they have little snack sizes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, so anytime uh-huh. I come to your house and you, you give me a snack, a perfect bar, Totally enjoy them, but they're the full size, and they are very filling. Yes. So I recently discovered how useful the snack sizes are, Mm -hmm. the little minis, for pre-workout because, you know, now that the kids are back in school, I'm trying to get back in a better routine doing my workouts. Sometimes, like Saturday morning, I went to a 920 weights class. Yes. Um, and it's like I didn't want to eat like no. my big full breakfast beforehand. But I also, if I didn't eat anything, by the end of the class, I would be starving. Correct. And I have a better workout if I have a little sustenance. So sustenance. the little snack size of the peanut butter perfect bar mm-hmm. was like the perfect little amount of protein before my workout. Yes. And it didn't feel overly filling like sometimes the larger ones do. So we're we're big fans of them in our house. Nick is a fan too. We Does he also one. just like straight peanut butter? I mean, that's the only flavor I've gotten so you far. Haven't, I think you do need to introduce him to the peanut butter with chocolate chips. I mean, well, I don't, you know, I think I'm the one who does the shopping, and I don't <laughs> feel like buying a second variation. So we're yeah, no, with the I totally butter. agree. I tend to eat perfect bars almost as a meal replacement yeah so i do appreciate the size of it but yeah like for with yoga for example there's a lot of turning upside down in yoga Mm. you don't really want to have a 
a full belly when yeah, that's no. going on. No. So I need I need some water and I need like just a little something to tide me over. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like on a Saturday morning, like a nine something class, like I'm not rolling out of bed until eight something. So I don't yeah. have time to make my full breakfast, let alone eat it. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I know. we need to get the per- perfect bars to sponsor this podcast. We really do. We're, we need to work on that. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's what's sparking joy for me. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? Well, as, you know, the speaking season is ramping up and I'm finding myself traveling a lot more, I am f- learning. I'm learning from a friend who travels a lot this idea of trying to be really good at streamlining who you fly with, who you stay with, who you rent cars with so that you can build up all those loyalty points. So this is actually making my life a lot easier because we were talking about decision paralysis earlier. Like for example, I'm trying to stay mostly at Marriott's and like Moxie, for example. And a lot of these hotels are part of these huge brands. So it turns out like Moxie is a Marriott hotel. And I try to fly like American as much as I possibly can. And when I do my car rental, I'm trying to fly with Hertz. So like just having those three kind of main places and I keep all of my numbers, like member numbers and my one password where I keep my passwords so that when I'm booking all of these reservations and everything, it's really easy. And a lot of them have relationships to each other. So like Hertz Mm. and Marriott have a partnership. So when you book with Hertz, you get Marriott points. And when you book with Marriott, you get Hertz points. And so just like learning, you know, all of those different relationships. So if you're finding yourself traveling a lot, I think that's definitely something to, you know, try to do is like, just not stay all over the place willy nilly, try to stay in, you know, the same types of places if you can. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's nice because they come with benefits and you're taking a lot of the decision making out of the process because you're just narrowing your focus Yeah, to fewer, fewer options. Yeah. And a lot of times by signing up for these loyalty things, it's usually free. Like it'll be like, oh, join Hilton Honors for free and you get free Wi-Fi in your room or something like that. Nice. So, okay. But be a little savvy. Be a little travel savvy. Love it. Yeah, you're yeah. definitely more travel savvy. I need to. I don't. I don't travel as much as you do, but I'd like to get more savvy. Do you know the other thing that I did was I even feel more savvy because I signed up for this thing the other day called Clear, and it's like a step further than PreCheck, where. I paid $100 for a year from my okay. business account, and you basically skip all lines. Like you in, are just in the airport or in anywhere? In security. In security. <laughs> in no, the world. All lines in all the world. Lines you will ne- like Disney World, you will never wait anywhere again <laughs> no. for $100. No. In airports. So in security at airports, they literally escort you <laughs> to the front of the line. Wow. For $100. And I, I had like four different trips coming up. And, you know, you know, tr- airline travel is a little crazy with all the cancellations and, you know, that kind of stuff delays. So I was like, yeah, I'll pay that. And it feels very odd. It feels very VIP. You're like, really? You're just going to walk me to the front of the line? And then everybody gives you dirty looks. You go to the front of the line and you go through. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. I do not. I did not know anything about this. Yeah, you'll see it the next time you go to any airport security. It'll say clear, and there'll be a bunch of salespeople that are trying to get you to sign on for clear. Hmm. 
Yeah. I bet it works when there's a huge long line and people are like, oh, I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. It okay. does work. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, this We've was educational and productive <laughs> and... Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about your skee ball experience, even if I can't be there. I'm gonna work my, you know, keep working on that. Okay. Keep working on you coming. Even right. if you just came for like a night, you know? Or if you go and it's amazing, then we we know where to go next time. Yeah. So it's research. Yeah, it's research yeah. for okay. sure. Um, okay, but I really love your idea, Brooke, of having people call in and tell us a decision that they are struggling with and leave us a voicemail because that's really fun to play on the air. Yes, because like I always fancy myself like an armchair expert when it comes to like yeah, therapy yeah. and like I do think in another life I was a therapist or yeah. if I hadn't leaned into the arts, I would have definitely go on, gone into some sort of psychology. Yeah. Yeah, I, somebody said, said to me once about like a t-shirt that says like, I'm not bossy, I just have the best ideas. Yeah, that's you know, me. About like that. <laughs> yeah. About yeah. Like that. So our phone number is 484-440-9498. You did it. I did it. Without even singing it. Without even singing. So leave us a voicemail and tell us a decision that you're having a hard time making yeah. and we will make it for you. Or for text you. or email if you're nervous about that. That's fine. You know, if, if, you, if you're not a voicemail kind of person. Absolutely. Okay. All right, everybody. We'll this was see a joy. you soon. It was a joy. Okay, mm, bye. bye. next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.